the Doug Zone. It's the long-awaited bonus episode, the Chris Chan special. We've waited months for this, and we're here with my roommate, the esteemed film critic and philosopher, <laughs> Jay. The Siskel to our Ebert. What? You are the Siskel to my Ebert, Jay, and I don't think you know what that means. I don't. <laughs> Which is further proof that you're the Siskel, honestly. Um <laughs> Oh, God. I like the idea of taking a BuzzFeed quiz, but it's like, are you more Siskel or Ebert? Something yes. about that is very good to me. And it's just like all questions like, what Do did you think of the Holocaust? Do? They're they all incredibly leading, and you just require <laughs> in-depth trivia knowledge of the Siskel and Ebert show. I did. I always loved like the BuzzFeed quiz. This is back when it was like, what's your Hogwarts house? And every single question, there were four answers. And it's like, you know, like... <laughs> You the have free time. Yeah, it's like you have free time. What do you, you do? Overthrow the government. Yeah, you like, <laughs> go exploring. Help out a friend. Read a book. Start a race war. And you're like, mm, I wonder which answer will lead me to which house. <laughs> we did go to a Harry Potter themed uh, birthday party this weekend, which I'm not going to bring up too much of for reasons. Oh. But I, <laughs> We famously do not commit crimes. No, never. Shout out to any listeners we have gained from that party. Um. Hey, I'm going to say that I don't I don't remember telling that many people about this. <laughs> I'm, no, Julian, I'm like the Goodyear blimp for the Doug Zone. You I tell really everyone are. I know about the Doug Zone. Everyone. <laughs> I constantly talk about it. You know how, you know how many of our... Uh, co-workers know about it i talk about it i know constantly so one of my managers at uh the call center i work at was like man you have a great voice i listened to a podcast you did and i almost told him but he said this to me yesterday and i was like i cannot tell him about this right before we drop the christian episode. yeah no no not the day not the time for this um yeah. in a month or two party. when i quit my job i'll be like well when you go into a manic episode again and like buy a gun and quit your job, Ooh, and, you and what will I do with the weapon? I certainly won't be heading back to my job. That's Get a for half-hearted sure. Cigarette addiction again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Now that it's getting cold. Ooh, I'm missing them. When it's warm out, I don't. But the, the moment the thing is, is that you were absolutely never addicted to cigarettes because you never bought any. You just bummed them off of other people, and then when you could stop getting them for free, you said, mm, "Not worth it." I also stole them, uh, allegedly. Um, <laughs> shit. I did at this party. This is what I was going to say. Um, oh, yes. Meet a stranger and look at him and go. You have big Doug Walker energy. And he looked at me like blank faced and I went, Do you know who Doug Walker is? And he's like, No. And I was like, Do you know who the nostalgia critic is? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Oh no. <laughs> and he like sat blood. down and stared at a wall for a couple minutes. Uh, the worst like- part is, uh, his nickname is the same name as an esteemed Disney film about a human living amongst gorillas. <laughs> 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 he 
He was, to be fair, in my defense, he was wearing a red tie and glasses. And there's one person that I know that wears a red tie and glasses. I did Post. ask him afterwards, after it being like kind of clear that he knew somewhat who the nostalgia critic was. <laughs> I was like, "So do you have a? Do you have the gun with you?" And he was like, "No." I'm going to start opening conversations with people like that. I just so do you have the gun with you today? <laughs> me and Jay. Uh, so me and Jay also work together. We live together and work together. We spend every waking moment with each other. Sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> So she's heard all of my cursed thoughts, one. But two, um, she knows about all my insane work stories already. But I do want to bring up one where Jay had to tell a customer that they were not allowed to open carry in the BJ's. Oh, or in the yeah. restaurant. Yeah, I'm in the sorry. restaurant. Oh, Jillian's Matt arc begins. Ooh. <laughs> Worse than the Joker arc. The Matt arc. <laughs> and like a step above. As the Sigma is to the Alpha, so too is the Matt to the Joker. Um. Did you see the guy, you hear about the guy in Japan who did a mass stabbing while dressed as the Joker and then sat uh, down and smoked a cigarette on the train and calmly let the police arrest him? My hero. Let me That's look called committing to the bits. He injured like 19 people. <laughs> Hang on. Joker. He's like Joker from the stabbing by Joker. <laughs> Joker stabbing Tokyo. I feel like you can't be the second person to do like a... Uh, a Joker-themed terrorism? Well, he's the like, first one. Because no, the, the guy who well, shot the up the theater wasn't dressed as the Joker. No, but it's Joker-adjacent, because he was, like, I guess watching. it is Joker-adjacent. Yeah. Like, and uh, the media portrays him as the Joker guy. So there's already a Joker guy to the to the news. They don't need a second Joker guy. I'm trying to send a picture to this the little chat, and it won't let me. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll send it to you, Jillian. Um, so you can just take a look at this guy because he, I mean, he has the fit down. I gotta say, wow, yeah, it's it's a good one. That's good, you know. But he didn't do anything with his hair, did he? No, yeah, he did. He didn't even like buy a wig. Uh, like, like, never mind. She didn't commit to the bit. Yeah, he. I mean, I do not endorse this man. <laughs> this this is what <laughs> broke it for me. Not my Joker, everyone. Um. Yeah, no, I, I celebrated Halloween too. I didn't go to any parties, but I I get I got together with some friends. Uh, we dressed up as ghosts and burned a cross. I don't know where this bit's going. <laughs> oh boy, I know what house you got on that Buzzfeed quiz. <laughs> Hufflepuff. Um, it's never the ones you expect. Uh, oh. I, I Hitler was really a Hufflepuff, actually. Hitler famously said oh. once, I am a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> ich bin ein Hufflepuff, uh, famous <laughs> quote from Hitler. And later, JFK, speaking at Berlin. Um, true and on, okay. I emoji. Uh, this episode's already gone off the rails and we haven't okay. even touched on the perfect. subject. All right, so, so the QAnon JFK Jr. message, uh, that's been all over my timeline today. Oh, oh my oh. god. Oh, I didn't even think about the JFK Jr. message. Oh, <laughs> that's Jay, all I've been getting we all should have talked long. sooner. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> I, well, all Please. I've done all day is like trim down my notes because so, actually, well, yeah, just right now, we will say um, we're doing something a little different today. Uh, we will not be discussing Doug. Because we know normally we always do. 
Yeah, normally we stick we to Doug strictly. Doug policy. Uh, but this time we're trying out something a little different. Uh, if we ever start a Patreon, which we still promise we will not, but if we do, uh, we might do something like this. You know, talk about side characters who we've brought or up. other people on the internet. Other internet people. Or uh, just let Jay give her film reviews. Yeah, or we'll just get Jay's hot takes on um, cinema. Was it? On cinema, was it? The Prestige or Memento? Which one was Memento. an objectively bad film? Oh, Memento. So I didn't like it. Jay, <laughs> God, it was but awful. you said it was objectively bad. One of our co-workers said it was bad too, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You and one of like the 30-year-old single moms we work with agree? Wow. First of all, Sam has no kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, remember? Shout oh, out yeah, to yeah. Sam. Shout out to um, Sam, you know who you are. Um, that's very funny. But yeah, yeah, no, Memento and Godfather are Jay's two like ones on the bad movie list that I know of. Have you, you will have actually to watched the Godfather? Me to me to watch the Godfather. How would you feel about watching like Apocalypse Now though? Like, are you opposed to Francis Ford Coppola in general or just the Godfather because of Zootopia? None of these are because of Zootopia. I just, I I famously cannot watch non-animated movies. Okay, so Jay loves animated movies with linear storytelling. Jay hates non-linear storytelling. God, like, it's so bad. I wouldn't try and make Jay watch, like, Pulp Fiction, because she'd hate it. At risk of bringing up Doug, uh, how do you feel about the music video for The Wall? Jay, have you watched that? I don't think I have seen it, but I know that it was revealed in the last episode of the Doug Zone that I famously cannot stand Doug Walker videos. Yeah, that is true. I support Julian so, 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 so much. Well, if you, if you, uh, no, if you, um, if you don't like nonlinear animated storytelling, uh, then you will unfortunately be in agreement with Doug about the status of Pink Floyd's The Wall as a bad movie. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're talking about Chris Chan this episode. Yes. Uh, the famous internet. Jay, have you heard of the term lol cow before? <laughs> no. Okay, so this is a, this is like a deep internet term that it's basically like, you know, like Amberlynn Reed? That might be more <laughs> someone you know of. No. Or like Nikocado Avocado. Nikocado Avocado is one of the most famously annoying people on yes, the internet. Yes, correct. Exactly. Okay, yes. He is a lol cow. It's people that fuck up so badly in their own lives that other people chronicle it and make fun of them. Like they get hiatus? Yeah, exactly. So she's so like these people aren't famous for anything that they do. They're famous for being bad. Yeah, and you can milk lols out of them, like a, mm-hmm. a farm animal of some variety. I'm not sure which one. Yes. Anyway, so that's that's what a lol cow is. And Chris Chan is... The the textbook lol cow. The archetypal lol cow, I would argue. Like, they're sure, sure. arguably the most documented person on the internet. Yeah. Actually, inarguably the most documented so person on boy. the internet. Um. Pretty much every day this person's life has been documented in some form or another. I mean, there's even, so there's several websites that chronicle him, but on one of them, there's a running counter of like how many days since he's like begged for money 
It used to be like how many days? It's it's at about thirty days, but it's only been nine days since he claimed to be Jesus Christ last. So yes, so good. Yeah, it is also worth noting. You know, the begging for money does get suspended by not being on Patreon anymore after. Well, he's still asking. Something happened. He's Um, he's no, he's still sending letters to people asking them for money. Yes, I do love the letters. Have you been um, reading the letters? Because I've been reading the letters. I, that was arguably the worst. So just background about how I prepared for this. So we've been planning this for about a month now. And every time it got put off, I did more research. So this morning I had over 25 pages of just research, like what you're looking at right now, Julian, uh, outlining various sagas, different terms, um, and there's just no way we can fit that into one episode. There's no way we can fit that into one episode. Also, at one point, I did sort of go off on a screed, arguing that Christian might be an MK Ultra style op by the government. And are any of us surprised? No. <laughs> no, but I will say, um, first of all, read Dave McGowan's program hey. to kill the politics of serial murder. Very Matt, good book. I, I I do have a question. Is part of this theory have to do with his dad's like job of like the he- patents? I did bring that did up. Did you go yes. in there? Okay. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Say, yeah. Um, I will say it's Robert. Yeah. I, Bob. Yeah. Say, yeah. Bob. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bob Chandler might not make an appearance in this episode He's just based on the things I have prepared. Less important in the story of He's Chris. Dead now, uh, which will do that. Um, but <laughs> can't, cannot argue that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was, I mean, he was a big part to, early on. Um, he was a big part early on. Famously, a troll attempted to... A, one would argue he was like a father figure to Chris. <laughs> some some would argue that. I wouldn't. Um, but some could. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, okay, so also... When, so, deeply autistic person, as I'm sure you figured out, Jay. Um, I will say that this was like... A guy was talking to me, and he was like, well, like, you're not autistic like Chris Chan's autistic. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Jay, this is another one you know as well. Who? Just give me, like, a hint as to the name, or are they going to listen to the, the podcast? I'll type it in the chat. Does that I've been been about about this guy. told me, like, four times. <laughs> it's, All of the it's pieces. It's just a fascinating puzzle to put together. This guy in particular, I gotta say, Joey. <laughs> Um. Oh God! He's the but, newest character to my uh, side characters. Um. So he was actually not born with the. He was born Chris, but not but not Christian like he is now. He was actually born Christopher. Oh, actually, before we hop into that, I would just like to make one note about okay. the the um the elephant in the room, which is the pronouns oh. question. Um. So. <laughs> Nothing we could do would make everybody happy. Everybody will be, someone will be mad at us no matter what we do. Oh, yeah, for sure. For so sure, we for have sure. opted for the least cancelable way for people to get mad at us, which is um, so Christian does transition. Uh, Much later. Circa, in the story. Yeah, 2014. Uh, so we're going to do what yes. Christine Weston Chandler herself has requested you do, which is when we refer to. Chris pre-transition, we're going to be using he-him pronouns when we refer to Chris post-transition, she-her pronouns. Chris can be used in a gender-neutral sense. Yes, and um, I 
I'm sure we'll both fuck that up at we some point. It we we are trying, but <laughs> it's so weird. And doing research for this, people are using every kind of pronoun under the sun. Yeah. Because some people are convinced that Chris isn't trans. Yeah. Because shockingly, trans. Uh, yeah, shockingly, the people who have dedicated their lives to chronicling the adventures of one insanely mentally unwell person uh, aren't super progressive when it comes to gender politics. So every single source I have is just like he, him all the way. So if we fuck up, it's not out of any attempt to besmirch (laughs) Christian or any other. Or the trans community as a whole. Or the trans community as a whole, uh, which I have been, uh, I'm not going to say accused of being part of recently, but there have been speculations. (laughs) Oh, the balls on that man to just at you. (laughs) And he started a trend, I got to say. I don't like it. Have you Uh, been, dude, other people think you were trans after that? I mean, Truck, when we met in person, one of the first things he said to me was, yeah, you do have egg vibes. You're a bisexual man with long hair and skinny. Um, Which I can't say that any of those things are untrue. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. um, Egg vibes. But yeah, so, you know, my people, uh, I would never besmirch them. Uh, And um, anyway, so we will probably fuck up. We're trying our best. Please don't get mad at us. Yes. So after when Chris was like 10 and it's really weird because the chronicling starts early because he kept winning like weird contests, which like this doesn't really matter. But he was on TV like as a child and like in video games and or not video games, but he was in like magazines and shit. But, you know, I mean, if someone, not me, but someone were to argue that, say, operatives attempting to sow chaos on the internet were from the very beginning attempting to put this person out there, it would make sense that he would be showing up and winning prizes from a very young age. A disproportionate amount of contests he entered, yes. yes. You know, Epstein was operating around the same time that Chris was first taking off, and I'm just saying, if you wanted someone to groom an insane person and put them prominent... Anyway. Um, um, listeners, oh, DM me, I'll give you my theory. Um... <laughs> Um, so when he was at the mall with his dad, Bob, he told an animatronic bear what his name was. And he said, my name is, is Christopher. And the bear misheard him and said, Christian. And now, Jay, I'm sure when you were young, if this happened to you, your mom would be like, oh, the bear didn't hear you right. Yes. My mom would just be like, I mean, it happens to me all the time because my mother doesn't really have a common name. So she'd just be like, eh, sucks. (laughs) empathetic love it but um we can say that your mom wouldn't legally change your name to what the bear said because you believed it was a sign from god correct my mom would put me in a mental hospital yeah 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 if only you would get committed grippy sock vacation what if i'm the one who gets put up for adoption next time around you're gonna get put up for adoption is that what you're saying yeah now you're you're 20 i don't think she can it's fine. No. She would find Jay, I want you to know, if you ever try to change your name, I will track down your mother and I will tell her to disown you. Um, <laughs> my name this has is like, a warning. My name has like a weirdly sentimental value on my father. If I changed my name, he'd probably never talk to me again. <laughs> so let's uh, not do that. I'm a big Jay's dad, Stan. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, so that's fucking insane, right? And he continues, to this day, claims that that bear was God. Yeah. Uh, the bear's name, as a side note, Leonard Berenstein, uh, which 
acceptable bear pun, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. I would have gone for, say, Bear Grylls. Uh, actually, was he oh. around in the 90s? I don't think he that was, is actually. That is a name. This is uh, a na- not right person, but it was funny. Yeah. It was a concept. My joke didn't work, but <laughs> the bones were there. <laughs> the bones were there. I was making an attempt. I was yeah. trying. Uh, so Christian's spirituality is a thing that we will see cropping up Early on, and then it goes away, and then... uh, It goes away for a long time. As a cloistered scholar in prison, uh, it sort of returns in an interesting form. But we will touch on that later. Much later Uh, in our tale. So so one of the main things about Chris, which I am going to go slightly out of order from the notes you prepared... Yeah, no, that is, so, yeah, these notes are just things I need to touch on, but in no particular order. Okay, cool. Also, please, chime in with any questions you have at any time, because you will will have them. I will have so many questions, I'm well aware Jillian's been preparing me for this. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Not telling her about this ahead of time has been tough. tough. I'm a big fan. Um, but I do want to bring up why, I think not, not why he's famous, kind of why he's famous, but why, why, why she thinks she's famous, <laughs> which is for her, her Sonic Pokemon OC, right? Sonic Sonichu. Yes, correct. Yay. Um, I've mentioned the name Sonichu for obvious reasons. It's hard it's not to just to bring up Sonichu. I bring him up a lot. As it's you like should. A conversation at parties. I'm like, hey, Sonichu. Works well. Um, but this was a character created because in his high school class, um, he was tasked with making an album. And for the album cover, he wanted a picture of, of Pikachu on it, I think. And his his teacher told him no copyrighted characters, so he just combined Pikachu and Sonichu and Sonic to make Sonichu the electric hedgehog Pokemon. Um, And that would spawn a comic series that by about issue two became, becomes completely unfollowable unless you have details about Chris's personal life. Yeah. The Sonichu comic very rapidly became a way for a Mary Sue self insert uh, who I make note in the notes, and I will now, should be noted, is distinct from the Mary Sue self-insert that is the character Christian Weston Chandler, who also makes an appearance in the comics. Yes, he Um, makes an appearance with his self-insert, which is such a funny choice. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, so the Sonichu comics sort of serve as a way for him to get back at the people who wronged him in life. Um, Most notably, uh, to bring us to the love quest... Yes. Uh, the dean of his university, Mary Lee Walsh, who is one of the first Sonichu villains, if I recall correctly. Yes, and is current mayor of Quickville, I believe? Yes, I believe I'm caught they, up on, yeah, on, the lore, on, the, on the lore. Which is... I, they had elections recently. Um, I love that Christine isn't in charge of her own fantasy world elections. I love that. Well, I mean, it is a separate dimension. Yeah. Um, it's, it's true. Which, yeah, we'll get For into all now. that. Yeah. For now. <laughs> For now. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Jill, would you like to take the reins on Love Quest? Ah, um, uh, yes. So, so, um, 
Chris was raised in like a hyper Christian household, by the way, like conservative Christian. His mom was a hoarder. So like not great place to raise a child. But the only thing that Chris wanted other than toys and video games was a girlfriend. So he did what every normal person would do and we made a sign. followed one to Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, right. Yes, of course. That's you, Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I followed one to go reunite with her ex-boyfriends. Nope, that one's you. Um, <laughs> went to a 9-11 memorial with her dad. Still you, buddy. <laughs> Side note, she was texting us and she was saying that her dad wants to go to the New York 9-11 memorial for Thanksgiving. And I have never more emphatically said, like, do it. Uh, yes, but, yes, 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 yes. But yeah, um, so. But the, he decided <laughs> to stand in his mall and have a sign. Um, I'm trying. Let me look for the Love Quest sign to send you a picture of it because it truly is something. Uh, I think I saved. Well, I have. No, I don't have that quickie page open right now. This is the attraction sign. So, yeah, while you pull that up, I will say um, so the Love Quest is one of many. Uh, they call them sagas. So, the Chris historians who are dedicated to documenting Chris's doings uh, refer to each of the little arcs that he embarks upon as uh, sagas. And the Love Quest was one of the first ones and also one of the longest running ones. Um, so, yeah. Until he, incredibly recently when it ended for shocking yeah. reasons. Yeah, well, I will say, I discovered in my research it ended slightly sooner than we might think oh, um, yeah. before reactivating and then abruptly ending again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But so the original sign, I sent you a picture of it, but it's kind of hard to read. Because it's scrawled in the handwriting of a. Man child. Man child, yeah. Uh-huh. Um and he was wearing his Sonichu medallion. Which Izzy um Izzy pointed out the medallion on a picture because she had no idea who Chris Chan was, and we almost opened Pandora's box on her. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she my, was spared another day. All time favorite interaction online is someone sent a picture of Chris Chan, which included the now infamous medallion, and Izzy it wasn't, he wasn't wearing the medallion in this photo. It was, was on the in wall. in the background, yeah. And Izzy zoomed in on it, just with her instinctive ability to foretell dark things coming, and said, like, what's the deal with the weird Sonic creature? Um, no, I believe she said medallion. Did she even say medallion? Wow. It and, was incredible. Uh, I believe it was Truck who hit me with my all-time favorite message, which was, this is like trying to explain death to a seven-year-old for the first time. <laughs> it's true. This is this is what it's like. Explaining Sonichu to Jay is explaining death to a seven-year-old, and I feel bad. But the original sign, 2003, read, 21 and single white male, shy, smart, young at heart, computer skilled, humorous, a great thinker and go-getter, natural salesperson, and that one's in quotations, which is concerning. Um, it means he enjoys, heard it from someone else. Enjoys good parts of life. Diplomatic, friendly, loves his family. Oh, no. No. Foreshadowing? <laughs> um, <laughs> peaceful, very creative. He's lonely. Seeking a cute 18 to 21 single female companion. 18 to 21 years of age. Does not already have a boyfriend. Single. Average to slender body weight slash type. White. Lives in Charlottesville or Rutgersville area. Does not smoke or drink alcohol. Happy, positive personality. Average type income. Drives a vehicle. 
and then there's an image of Sonichu. And then it says, if any men read this huge sign, mind your own business. And do all men with girlfriends except married and blacks go jump off a cliff. Have a nice day. So that's... Um, so he Christian got kicked out of the mall. Distilled into one interaction right there. And yes, he did. He did promptly get kicked out of the mall. Which he was didn't told stop he was him. not allowed to be there because that is an insane person to do. But Mary Lee Walsh, the dean of his college, or the dean of students at his college, tore up his sign. Tore up this beautiful sign for no reason. Yeah, because after getting kicked out of the mall, he decided naturally that it was time for a strategy adjustment. By which I mean the exact same strategy but at his community college instead. Uh, and it, it didn't do well. Mary Lee Walsh was not a fan. Uh, and she and the jerk ops, a portmanteau of jerk and cop. Uh, Fuck A-cab. Chris said A-cab originally. He yeah. said jerk ops. You know, you got to separate the art from the artist in some degrees. I am a big fan of Chris Chan's view of the police, uh, <laughs> which is that they're not good. <laughs> which um, is that they are unfriendly usually yeah i gotta say in my own experience pretty true pretty uh, yeah whenever i try propositioning women at the mall the police don't like that either um you try that often how does that work yeah, out for you my, oh i have a girlfriend now and it's because oh. she's on my sandwich board at the mall she saw your attraction side and was like oh yes and she's like well i'm a slender to medium build white female who doesn't smoke of 18 um, to 21 years of age. She is of 18 to 21 years of age. <laughs> I will note, uh, the so the attraction sign has multiple iterations, and the 18 to 21 years of age stipulation It goes the same. from 18 up to his age, I believe, actually. Much later, I think though. Usually. I it think was until, It stayed 18 to 21 until Chris Chan turned, I believe, 32, and then realized, hmm, maybe I should change the age. And then bumped it up to like 25 to 30 or something oh, like I that. but I always thought it was like 18 to however old he was. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Because I think that he was always fine with her being as old as he was down yeah. to 18. Which like, <laughs> he was 32 saying 18 to uh, 32 yeah. years old. But, and, you know, I mean, here's the problem, you know. I mean, we can't make any comments about Chris Chan liking them young because obviously... Obviously, case. Um, um, but so he b- believed that every girl had a boyfriend already because girls would lie and be like, oh, I can't go out with you. I have a boyfriend. You know, the thing women do lie <laughs> when approached by an insane man. Uh, he referred to this as I hang on. I have the notes the infinitely for the high boyfriend factor. Yes. Uh, I know that like it's like I'm saying the pledge. Yeah. Which he. Uh, it was his idea. It was the near definite possibility that every woman in the world has a boyfriend, making Chris's attempts to find a sweetie futile before they begin, and justifying his hatred of. And I wrote down the exact number, so stick with me here: ninety nine point nine 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 six percent of all men. Uh, which someone did the math there. I believe that leaves like fourteen men. <laughs> in the world that he doesn't hate. And those are all the black men. <laughs> it's all 14 of the black men in the world. I was going to say mood, but that's kind of racist. Yeah. Just you know what? It's funny, though. It is funny. And I did start this episode by implying I went to a clan meetup for Halloween. So, I mean, you know, we, we've we all said things oh, we're yeah. going to regret on Mike. 
So, so as Sonichu began to, um, as he began to bring out more and more insane, deranged comics featuring things like people he knows in real life drawn naked and just crazy things. Yeah, they one of whom was speculated to be his imaginary twin sister, uh, later uh, discovered yeah. to not be, but an interesting portent of things to come. At one point, it was his daughter. It was, it's... Yes. The the Rose Chew whole thing is, and Crystal, both of those, I I don't know how they're related to Chris, to be honest. I've tried so I believe, hard. Well, Sonic Chew refers to Chris as father slash mother. Um, yeah. And then marries Rose Chew. So in the very least, Rose Chew is Chris's daughter-in-law. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've read a lot of these comics in preparation. They're so. incredible, aren't they? They are masterpieces. The artwork is awful. It's so bad, and I love it with all of my heart and soul. Wait, hang on. Let me find... But, uh, do I um, have the... Eventually, it was posted on 4chan, like the Sonichu comics, as like a look at what this fucking guy is doing because... Let me tell it, you, guy it, isn't the word they uh, used. <laughs> no, they used a uh, slur... Uh, a reclaimed R stands for reclaimed, and they for sure use yeah. the reclaimed word. <laughs> yeah, they use the our word because um, <laughs> um, it's for us. It's for us, um, <laughs> me in particular, to use as I see fit. Um, I will say um, I do. I have a quote that I would like to read about oh, yes, Sonichu, the comics. Uh, so this is a now deleted entry from the "So Bad It's Horrible" page on TV tropes. Um, which great website, by the way, I've wasted hours on there. Um, but anyway, here's the quote. My immortal has a sort of grandeur to it. Since this has been possibly crafted and constructed to be as terrible as possible. This is no parody. This is a man's life, his failures, his neuroses, his fantasies, his warped worldview, proudly displayed for the world on paper and pixels. Reading Sonichu and reading about and learning about its author is nothing less than a descent into someone's personal hell, made all the more terrible for the fact that the author intends for the experience to entertain people, that they would purchase it. There is no joy, no fun to be found in Quickville. There is only layer upon layer of horror. Please, listeners, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Replace Sonichu with The Dug Zone and just paste that into the review. I, I want this to be seen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that is in, that's absolutely incredible. Um, but yes, eventually 4chan found him and 4chan does what they, what they do when they find deeply autistic people, um, make them into a law cow. And so they were like, oh, look at what this reclaimed word, um, <laughs> did. And then would post the Sonichu comics and Chris saw this as finally getting the recognition he deserves because he couldn't it's hard to tell if he can understand the difference between like good and bad press initially he definitely couldn't um, for sure for sure but yeah so when this happens obviously people uncover the search for a boyfriend free girl the love quest because it's incredible because it's incredible and around this time chris also starts uploading videos to youtube also outlining, you know, his parameters for the perfect woman. Um, and so at this point, the love quest really kicks off. Uh, so first thing I would like to mention, 
is just the very first of the sweeties, uh, Blanca Weiss, which, uh, you know, linguists at home will recognize that her name literally translates to white, white in Spanish and German. Um, because I mean, perfect for him. Look, I, I stopped liking the trolls a little later on, but at the beginning, when they hit, they hit. That's a great name for it. The a trolls in woman. general, when they hit, they hit. Like, the jokes, nine times out of ten, are just brutal and not funny, but that one out of ten, oh boy. Oh, they make it worth it. They uh, do. So, they do. Yeah. I follow it. I follow for that reason, you know? Uh, so, Blanca was the first of the sweeties. She was three trolls working in tandem. And she was able to solicit nudes and embarrassing secrets from Chris with shocking ease, uh, all of which made their way onto the various Chris forums. And and Chris would naturally, you know, because Chris would see them on the forums and be like, well, how did these get out? And the trolls would just be like, oh, my computer got hacked. By the trolls. Um, and Chris would believe it every time, even though it would happen every time. Yeah, it took almost 10 years before Chris just sort of stopped believing that the beautiful women throwing themselves at him uh, one were... One of which is Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, one but of which that was is one Vanessa of Hudgens. <laughs> uh, yeah, trolls he... were like, mm, let it... me uh, catfish as Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, at some point, well, I guess it's she, because it did take a while. So she had already transitioned by the time she, I guess, discovered reverse Google image search was a thing. Isn't that um, incredible? <laughs> but uh, I would also like to mention just the next sweetie we have queued up in the the list on the love quest. Uh, yes, Jazz heard me use the phrase, the man in the pickle suit strikes again. So do you remember before the man in the pickle suit cucked Chris at the mall? Do you remember his first appearance, Jillian? Um, I. Chris began corresponding with a beautiful white woman, you know, oh, alabaster yeah. skin, yes, yes. Aryan features. Um, <laughs> and after about a week or two, was informed that in fact she was a black man wearing a pickle suit. Because that's the other thing oh, we haven't mentioned about Chris okay. is, is that he hates pickles. His deeply Freudian hatred of pickles. It's incredible. Because uh, it's, the thing least, is, is that yeah. he says it's because it's shaped like a dick. Like, this isn't people making jokes like he hates pickles because they're dicks. No, he said that. He said, I yeah, don't like was, pickles because they look like dicks, which is Chris incredible. Chris's deep homophobia, uh, which escalates to the point where he just hates thinking about penises in general at this point, um, in particular when they are associated with gay men. So naturally, the reveal that it was a man in a pickle costume messaging him all this time was a, a devastating blow. A black man in a pickle suit. So we've broken all the rules. Also, listeners, you can't see it, but Jay is nodding along as we say all these things. Yes, Jay um, is. Jay is in a, a Chris Chan stupor. <laughs> um, and then, Jillian, it would be wrong of me to then tell I'm- the man in the pickle suit's first <laughs> appearance IRL. Uh, yes, so would. please take it away. Um, I will, but Jay, what were you saying? I'm not even sure when to cut in ever. Whenever, just, just go for it. Jay and I still haven't I, figured I out. It. Yeah, we still haven't figured out when to like how to wait until the other person's finished talking, and we're on like episode like twenty ish. So excited! Yeah, I do too. I'm not. This is not a judgment think, on either of us. I think it's um, a funny thing, and then I get excited, and I have to say it. No, yeah, this isn't a judgment. This is just Jay. This is a safe no, space. Interrupt. Uh, speak a little loudly because there's an echo in this room, so I can't really hear you when you start talking. But just 
cut us off at any point, and we will be glad to hear your insight, please. I'm going to go take a brief step away to go to the kitchen to get Jillian's least favorite snack so I can eat it while we're separated. Are you going to eat a pickle while we're talking about Chris Chan? Yes. Oh, listeners, Jay, once again, MVP. <laughs> I'm so well with this episode. Yay! <laughs> please, that's so funny. Uh... Go, get it. go get the pickle. <laughs> oh, I cannot believe it. The pickle. <laughs> Incredible move. Incredible move. She's been hiding it behind our Brita filters. I don't trust her. So yeah, uh, listeners, Jillian also hates pickles. Uh, in I part do. because I catfished her while wearing a pickle costume uh-huh. before we started yeah, the podcast. Several times, actually. <laughs> several times. Um, uh, but yeah. I thought uh, I was meeting up with beautiful women, and then Matt showed up, and I was like, well, this is a trans man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially funny in that is the implication that I was assigned female at birth yeah. and transitioned into my masculine state. Well, masculine with air quotes, I guess. Um, That's why I went with that direction. I thought it was funnier that it was a better yeah. bit. I'm not a. I think I was right. Yeah, for those of you who haven't seen me and have just been having to judge for my incredibly masculine, dulcet tones, uh, I'm not a man's man no so matt is about six foot three absolutely built yeah um buzz yeah. cut <laughs> yeah listeners look up a sigma male meme <laughs> the top image result it's me um not a drawing of him it's actually him oh no uh giga chat that's the one you need to look up that, that one's me yeah yeah that top one is result it's me <laughs> hair just as many muscles and i am just as capable of growing a beard very, very good. Yes, but Chris was tricked. Jay is now back with her pickle, I'm assuming. And a dog. Yeah, Jay, did you just get your dog? Did you actually get pickles? <laughs> did you remember the pickles? I have them both. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was like, trying to get my get distracted. 50-pound dog to sit on my 5'3 lap. Oh, wait a minute. Are those those pre-packaged pickles? What brand is that? Get at the dollar oh, store. Oh, snap. Okay, not uh, I, didn't, the dollar, so, I get them at the gas station, Miss Ma'am. Yeah, how I look at her when she hits me with that dollar store pickle juice. Um, I um, I one of my darkest moments at my grocery store was they started selling a similar brand. I don't remember what they were called, but it wasn't a snap. And I hit. I was just starving. I hadn't eaten anything, and I was a closing shift, and I had a dollar fifty in my pocket. And the only thing that could purchase me that would be even remotely filling was one of those pickles. And so I just sat in the break room and solemnly ate it. And in the course of eating the pickle, no less than five of my coworkers walked in, started to say hello to me, saw I was just eating a pickle, and then thought better of it and just walked in as if they weren't going to acknowledge me. When me and Jay first started living together, I did catch her once at about 3 a.m. in the dark eating pickles, like, by the light of the fridge, like, eating pickles. And I was like, why are you eating pickles? She went, it's a snack for the dark time. It's because that's the only time we're separate and you don't like them. It's very considerate. It's incredible. It's just, it's the snack for the dark time. And I was like, okay. And then I went back to bed as if that was normal. It's very much it. Jillian, were you present for um, I'm Sorry the Night Games Have Begun? I don't remember if you were in that no. call. That was no, a, it was a voice chat with the bad boy crimes crowd. So I, this was back when I was, I was in college. I hadn't dropped out yet. Um, and I was 
it's sitting in a room. It was after dark and these people came in and they were basically like, all right, Hey, you can hang out in this room. We're going to be playing some night games. So you might hear some like screaming or running around or whatever. We're going to be playing some Don't night worry. games. <laughs> yeah. I, so they turned off the lights and basically like played hide and seek or something. I don't know. Some but anyway, games. but yes, I they told me about that. Turn. I know it was very powerful, but I was like, yeah, all right, this is fine. Whatever. You know, do what you got to do. Anyway, so I'm chatting with a few people, and then all of a sudden, you know, this blood-curdling scream just echoes down the hallway, and it's so loud that it is audible to the other people, like, in this call. And someone goes like, yo, Matt, you okay? And I, without thinking, responded, <laughs> I'm very sorry, the night games have begun, uh, and then failed to provide any other explanation. So I just accidentally gave the most <laughs> chilling answer possible. <laughs> I used to work in a daycare, and if a child walked up to me and they were like, the night games have begun, I would have quit on the spot. <laughs> and you'd be right, too. Shut up. If Matt was a child in your daycare, you would have lasted about two seconds. Because, Jay, you know how many cursed things I say? Like when you were making meatballs and I looked at the ground beef and went, mmm, flesh Play-Doh? You know what I did? <laughs> You had a lot of similarities to one child who whose names whose name I cannot give because they are three. But Gosh, this child really this child was quite large. Uh, they were a three year old that was over half as tall as me, Jeez, and they could barely talk. And like when they draw, they drew excessively. And their favorite toy was this thing called the Picasso blocks, which are these magnetic blocks that were just so awful to clean. But anytime they saw them, they wanted to play with them. I you love had that. To clean every... it's, it was like cleaning the menus, but small and worse. Yeah, that sounds bad. That sounds real bad. <laughs> oh, wait, the man in the pickle suit. That's what oh, we were talking yes. about. I was checking the notes. So yes, a, a troll got a girl to agree to troll him. Um... And this was an actual girl that he met up with, actually. He went on a date with this girl at the mall. But then after um, after they had dinner in the food court, chaperoned by his dad, obviously. <coughs> Sorry, I keep coughing. It's very bad, and I can't mute myself in time. It's all right. So sad. So sad. I Our listeners are all wearing masks at home. I know, they're safe, so... <laughs> Jillian muted herself and coughed again, but before she coughed, she was laughing very hard. She was just muted, so you guys couldn't hear it, listeners. Sure, sure I was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. um, but as she was walking away with Chris, another troll that was in a pickle costume came around and basically said, don't you want a real man? Come with me. And the girl said yes and left Chris. And Chris thought that was a real interaction. Yeah, he just thought a man in a pickle costume just happened to be at the mall and stole the girl he was on a date with, independent of any prior planning. Admittedly, I love the concept of if I was on a date with Chris Chan and a white knight in a pickle costume rode up to me and said, you know, come, my beautiful lady, let us, oh, wait, shit, I'm not helping my case. Uh, come, Matthew, uh, let, let us escape this place. I would be like, oh, please whisk me away. Like, it, many. <laughs> Many situations would be preferable, I think, to going on a date with Christian. But yeah, so the man in the pickle costume, for a good deal of time early on in Christory, was, was a recurring character. Yes. A Mary Lee Walsh-type antagonist. 
Yes. Uh, except he was like actively. Oh, he was I actively encouraging about this. One thing that I I knew, but I rediscovered recently was that was that when Chris was banned from his local game shop for harassing children because he wanted to play with his games. This is a separate um, incident from the time that uh, Chris pepper sprayed a GameStop employee. By the way, yes, this is separate. Um. Him and his mom somehow both ran over the, like, (laughs) have you heard this story? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I actually, I have that tab open right now. Was 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 when they hit the GameStop or the game place uh, owner with the car, and then they switched to his driving and then hit him again. Like, yeah, so this was Christian's first. Incredible. This was Chris's first run-in with the law because Chris was, after two attempts at vehicular manslaughter, uh, <laughs> the police were in fact called. Um, so Chris's run-ins with the game place began much before this, but this was the culminating incident. So Chris ended up getting banned from the game place because, as we mentioned before, he wanted to play with certain games and would fight children <laughs> over his ability to do so. I have I want to just say one thing. I have seen Jay pick up a stuffed animal in front of the face of a child and buy it before <laughs> the child could. Um leaving the child's heart broken. I've seen it Sometimes multiple times. Sometimes you just got to do it. Got to be quicker than that. Got to <laughs> you got to It'll make him strong. He said mama never is no bitch. You but have yeah. to have hands, and if they don't have the hands, that's just unfortunate to be them. Jay, yeah, so they were like twelve. Oh, younger than that. The one I stole. Oh, oh god, the one I stole the blue axolotl from. She was about uh-huh. eight. Oh, Jay, hang on. Do you happen to have the blue axolotl on you right now? Because I need to see this thing. It's going to be on that shelf here. All right, well, yeah, go ahead. This is absolutely incredible. That's uh, so I would like to know. Um, Jillian, I don't remember. I've, I've definitely mentioned this before. This is when I get to claim autistic valor, which is I still love the uh, 1980s Transformers series. Um, oh, it's so good. Did you find it, Jay? Her headphones oh, aren't you can't hear me. I'm stupid. <laughs> I have acquired the blue axolotl. I was, let's sure. see this. I would steal that from a child, too, in a heartbeat. Um... <laughs> I'll post pictures to the Discord. Oh, that thing's so cute. I'm in love with it. Anyway. Um, Jay is an avid Squishmallow collector. <laughs> I am. I am. Jay's a goblin. She collects anything she can get her hands on. I was and also a big should. Webkins child. Yeah, we currently have Webkins because you <laughs> saw Webkins and got excited and bought them. They so were 250 my- at the CVS. One of the cruelest things I've ever done to a younger sibling was... Um, we forgot our Webkins login and told my younger brother that if we logged back in, because it had been like a year since we did it, they would be dead. we told him that if we logged back in, there would just be little piles of bones where we had left the Webkins. I heard that rumor too. I think that was an urban legend as a child. Ooh, d- was that your Webkins would die gruesome deaths if you yeah. left them for one year? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I remember. Oh, interesting. I did not know that I... Was re- I? I don't like the connections that I have. I love independently coming up with my urban legends. Um, but so, what I would like to say just about uh, Chris Chan's portrayal of these events uh, of are we all right over there? Um, hey, are you okay? 
<laughs> I just have a chocolate, but she's oh. so spoiled. She wants it so bad. Yeah, Jay's dog has claimed the high ground and is attempting to steal <laughs> the chocolate. It's incredible. Um, he ate hydrocortisone cream and had to go to jail earlier. <laughs> um, but so the the twenty eighth of October two thousand eleven was sort of the culmination of the game place events. Um, but one interesting thing about Chris's portrayal of those events that I noticed while doing research is he rips dialogue from the 1984 animated Transformers movie, uh, which is why I brought up my love of it before. Um, like, it is word for word the exact same dialogue. Um, I would read it, but I don't think that would clarify for anyone, because I doubt anyone else is familiar with this dialogue. I um, cannot say I am. But yeah, no, the only thing he does is he, um, he replaces the Quintessons, the race of five-faced evil beings that love to feed Transformers to piranhas uh, with a jerk-op and someone, I'm not entirely sure who the mistress is, but uh, she appears to be related to the hierarchy of the game place, possibly is an iteration of Mary Lee Walsh, but I wasn't following too closely. I just noticed that dialogue is the exact same. Um, yeah, but Jay... I do want to re-emphasize this, that that Chris Chan hit a man with his car, got out of his car, his mother got into the car, and then hit the guy with the car again. So is that one or two counts of attempted vehicular man? It was one each. They both were, yeah. like, arrested. Because um, they both were behind the wheel at one point, which was weird. Yeah, and they... Uh... Barb also, like, punched a cop when they were arresting Chris, uh, which, you know, again, shout out to a queen, a cab. Uh, vibes. Uh, <laughs> she really said 1312. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a good one. Saw a controversial TikTok on whether or not cops should get the military discount today. <laughs> I can I only imagine. Is that the drama that happens in on the right wing? Like, side of things where they're like, but who's I don't better? Know. I'm just on drama TikTok. Like, I got the drama from the crochet community yesterday. Jay did tell me that she knows tea about the crocheting community on TikTok. And I was like, I did not know that existed. I was going to say, what's the crocheting community? Wait, no. We, we've been recording for too long. We can't get sidetracked <laughs> by crochet on like. It's true. Um, <laughs> Matt said, I'll. We'll talk about this later. Oh, we will absolutely talk about this later. Um, we should bring up, because I, I feel as kind of straying away from Christian and wanting to touch on a few other things before the show closes, we should at least bring up the um, incident. Yeah, so before we bring up the incident, I would just like to lay a bit of groundwork with Sonichu. Um, okay, go ahead, go ahead. So with Sonichu, uh, circa 2018, there were a group of trolls known as the Idea Guys, Oh, I don't want to get too into them because they were They're bad people. Up until that point, uh, the worst trolls that we have received, other than Julie, Blue aka Spike. Blue Spike, uh, <laughs> who is a 13 year old boy who catfished Chris into having phone sex with him and, and shoved a medallion up his ass. Yeah, and then revealed, oh, actually, I'm a I'm a 13 year old boy, uh, and you're a pedophile. Which again, interesting because not the not the sex crime Chris ends up going for. Um, it's, it's incredible. The left turn that this story takes is incredible. <laughs> but yeah, so the um, the idea guys still are echoing throughout Chris's lore in that they are the people who brought up the dimensional merge. Uh, 
So Christian, uh, for a yeah. very long time, has held the belief that all fictional characters are real thinking beings that simply live in another dimension, uh, and, a la Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And if you are a writer, you could get glimpses into that dimension, but of course his are the most perfect. Yeah, so C-127, if I recall correctly, is the name yes. of that dimension. Our dimension is dimension 1218. We don't get Which a letter. just from Marvel, yes, I think. Yes, or just, Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's ripped from something. One of the two. It's one of those ones that, like, that, that white men love. Chris Chan's cultural references are very interesting because a lot of the time it's sort of like an echo of a cultural reference. Uh, oh, like instance, the Captain's Log. Yeah, so Captain's Log. Family Guy. Yeah, famously a bit from Family Guy. Uh, much like uh, You Come to Me on the Day That My Daughter Is to Be Married is a bit from Zootopia. Uh, yes, I bought my movie ticket for Zootopia the other day. Do you know when Zootopia came out? When did Zootopia come to? out? Oh, let's see. You said that you like, had it ready. Like, <laughs> you wound up in New York. Hang 2016. Up, Jesus. 2016? Wow. Wow. What an eventful year. Yeah. I went with a guy named Gavin. And we went to go watch Zootopia. And if that's not one of the most 14-year-old things... Uh, it's worth it. Also in 2016, uh, Christine Weston Chandler sent death threats to President-elect Donald Trump and got yes. suspended from Facebook for a day or two. And again, because, you know, I hate, I hate that we know Chris, where the Christian story goes because based moments just keep popping up. Based from politicians. Punch cops. Do not fuck your mother. Um, uh, but that is what ends up happening is it comes out that... He had sex with his dementia-ridden um, hoarder of a mom, Barb. Yeah. So Barb, he calls Barbie. Yeah, um, Barbie, because, Peter, honey. Uh, um, he also has convinced himself, kind of related, kind of not, that people don't die; they just go to the other plane. Mm-hmm. And so he uses Sancho as a way to cope with death, and he's like preparing for his mom. To, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So she will argue. She will, many times throughout this case, she said like, you know, like, oh, the merge is happening. A part I compiled a partial list of events she attributed to the dimensional merge, which is the reason I brought up the idea guys. So the idea guys are the people who brought this idea into Chris Chan's sphere to begin with, and even though they have been revealed as trolls, she still fervently believes that this dimensional merge is coming. Uh, and in fact, that it has already started. So she believes that she and Christian, uh, she and Sonichu Sonichu. have unified. Sonichu is a spirit that lives within her. Sometimes As- takes full control. And then um, Christine goes, does go back to using he, him pronouns when Sonichu yeah, is in control, those moments, which is very which did Sonichu fuck Barbara or did. Unfortunately, Chris has admitted to it. Um, okay. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, here we go. I, so I just have some background work for the incident. I would like to know just some, you know, sort of eye emoji moments leading up to the incident. Uh, so even as early on in, 20, in 2007, uh, Chris described marriage between cousins as being, and this is a direct quote, just as terrible and unholy as marrying your father or mother, and also declared that it was just as bad as homosexuality. Uh, which, which, what if he's saying it's just as bad as those things, which is not bad at all? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, his view on both matters changed with time. Chris. Because, yeah, so Chris, before Chris was uh, in a relationship with her mother, she was in a polyamorous relationship with several of her fictional creations, which uh-huh. came over during the merge. 
including Magichan, uh, Crystal Rose Chew, and Sylvana Which Rose Crystal Chew. Crystal Rose Chew is also her daughter, I yeah. believe. Uh, and also Mewtwo the Pokemon, like just Mewtwo. Uh, like, is in that, one, that one didn't change. He yeah, was like, which, that one didn't say. You know, uh, tie into last episode of The Dark Zone. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, one of the other ones that I just want to bring up real quick is uh, in 2019, speaking as Magichan, not as Chris, uh, she referred to Barb as, and I quote, a guilty pleasure waifu. Um, oh, God. Barb is in her eighties. How do you feel about that? And can barely speak at that point in time. Listen, I don't have much experience with old people due to my general dislike for them. But Jesus Christ, waifu is not a word I would use to describe someone who's eighty. It reminds Especially me of our general manager, your blood mother. Yeah, um, Jay. It reminds me of our general manager who keeps anime moaning at times. Ooh. I'm not going to say his name, but like. He does keep just going, like, making weird anime moaning sounds while he's doing Putting the tasks. ramekins away, putting whipped cream it's on our famous dessert. <laughs> uncomfy. But, so, yeah, so I, I won't go into details about the acts themselves, obviously, because that's just not funny. But we'll just suffice to say it runs the whole spectrum of sexual deeds. Barb did not consent and arguably is incapable of doing so. Because she's an 80-year-old woman whose brain is mostly mush at this point. Uh, she very clearly, like, has dementia. In videos prior to this, she'd be seen, like, just sort of wandering around in the background of the house, not really knowing what's going on. Um, yep. And the culprit responsible for encouraging this behavior, although I would like to note, lots of people say that she's the reason this behavior happened. She is not. She did not start this. She merely encouraged it. Uh, the culprit is a repulsive individual by the name of Isabella Loretta Janky. I am not joking. Uh, who is it's incredible? Yeah. So she, interestingly enough, discovered Christian through a series that Jillian and I both enjoy, which is uh, Gino Samuel's Christian: oh, A Comprehensive yes. History. I love that series. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. So yeah, if listening to this episode has, by some evil machinations made you think, I want to know more about this person. Highly recommend that series. But 59 episodes, each ranging from half an hour to an hour long. All about Christian. They're all very good. Gino Samuel is a genuinely very good documentarian. Uh, he does a good yeah. job of just portraying the events as they happened and letting you it's draw so your own bad. conclusions. Because watching it, you want to root for Chris so bad because of all the terrible things that people are doing. But then he you just but then can't. She fucks her mom, and you're like, oh. Or then she says something incredibly racist and homophobic, and you're like, oh. Or attempts vehicular manslaughter, and you're like, oh. Yeah. But so, uh, interestingly enough, so most people watch the Christian documentary and think to themselves, oh, this is incredibly sad, or oh, how depressing. Uh, she watched that documentary and thought to herself, I could become the greatest troll known to man and get this person to kill herself. Uh, yeah. So she collected audio evidence of these acts and was planning to use them to, and this was like an explicitly stated goal. She was going to blackmail Chris into giving her money and then kill herself. Uh, so interestingly, hang on. Yeah, she was almost immediately doxxed by Kiwi Farms. Uh, because who, Kiwi, the trolls have, make a... Big groups of the trolls make a turn where they're like, okay, let's stop 
Jay, are you watching TikTok right now? No, I'm not. (laughs) Um, not. I don't know what that sound is. We're good. All right. It was my phone, actually. I was deeply offended. Okay. (laughs) It started scaring me. Um... Yes, but but Chris ends up in prison because of all of this, and that's where Chris is, where we get amazing letters claiming for Chris to be Jesus Christ. Yeah, Chris, so yeah, the religion comes back. Like I said, like a cloistered scholar, her religiosity <laughs> blossoms in prison, uh, and she starts to incorporate aspects of Christian theology into things. Oh, I will say she, prior to this, had already been doing so because she later said in one of the letters that Emmanuel, one of the names in the Bible for God, is the person who told her to, you know, start going to town on Barb to cleanse her of sin, which lots to unpack there. I'm not the person that's, to do it. Um, that's something for someone who's got a doctorate. And unfortunately, <laughs> I don't got one of those yet. Yeah. What, what, what crime? Was the manslaughter the reason why she went to prison? No, it's incest and yeah, rape. Which, yeah. Uh, so she was arrested on August 1st, 2021. Uh, so the one day this year that I was off Twitter, July 30th, was the day that this news broke. Yes. So I got home from a train ride that took several hours uh, and opened up Twitter and saw that Chris Chan did what was trending yeah. on Twitter. And just yes, thought to myself, was. how? How did this happen? The one day that I'm not on here to discover it. Yep, 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 yep. Because <laughs> you would have been on at the ground floor, oh, Matt. Knowing oh, yes. who you follow? Oh. What, what is this supposed to mean? What do you mean, knowing who I follow? <laughs> just... The algorithm has a special place in its heart for you, Matt. That is true. Yeah, I, <laughs> I uh, a couple days ago, I got recommended a whole thread about how the moon landing was faked, and we've established my. Did you read all of it? I did read all of it. We've established my ability to ascertain the veracity of sources, which is to say, I can't. And so I basically read it, but I was like, yeah, it was faked, and I retweeted it just just to see what would happen, and I got no answers, which frankly. For me, it's kind of like, you know, it's the equivalent of like a girl with BPD just posting a black message like, nobody hit me up, only real ones know what's going on. And then actually no one hitting you And then no one hits you up. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Does no one care about me? I just posted that the moon landing was faked, and you all (laughs) thought I believed this. And maybe I do. Who can say? Did you ever post some black screens? No, but one time in eighth grade, I had a uh, I had a friend whose name I won't say on here because she has since grown for, as a person doesn't do stuff like this anymore. I love that every time uh, I introduce a story, you say like I could name this person, but I'm not going. To. <laughs> it is very good. I do. Anyway. Uh, I'm not gonna ruin that. Not gonna ruin this uh, new person she's built herself as. <laughs> but, uh, I remember one day she posted. Don't don't hit me up. Only real ones know. And I didn't text her. Uh, so she came to school the next day. I came to school the next day. And she was distraught, literally heartbroken. And I looked at her and I was like, what's the matter with you? And she's like, my boyfriend killed himself last night. And I said, whoa. What the fuck? She posted the an only real ones know what? What's up with her boyfriend? I was in eighth grade. I was 13. You said I'm literally 12. Listeners. Bro, I'm literally fucking 12. 
Listeners, <laughs> they inevitably die in a shootout with the police department. I want you all to post black know. screens. Post only real ones. No, don't hit me up. And if anyone hits you up, go, Matt fucking murdered police <laughs> officers and died. Um, but yeah, so just, I would like to know, uh, so Christine, the, the merge, that general, like, entity is being used, like Jillian said, as a sort of, like, escape and coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, a way like, to... Like, this matters. The merge is gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, she has a lot of debts because she has never met a dollar she couldn't spend. In Quickville, on the other hand, which is a side note spelled CWC for Kristen, Christian slash Christine Western Chandler, Ville, which is a town in Virginia, my lovely home state. It's not a real town, but it will be when the merge occurs. Uh, But in Quickville, she's very rich. So when she, when the merge happens, she'll be able to pay back her debts. Uh, prior to her arrest, she was posting and promising to repay everyone. She was going like, help pay my debts. I will pay you $10 for every dollar you pay when I get rich, which is an actual Nigerian print scam. It's incredible. So does the KWK have anything to do with Miss KWK Kim Kardashian West herself? I like the idea. It is CWC, unfortunately, but KKW is good. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah, Kim Kardashian Weston Chandler is a powerful character. Ooh. <laughs> it's actually a KKWK. KKWK. KKWC? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love yeah. the concept of it. I'm gonna make... Remember that old Twitter, Kim Kierkegaardashian? Oh, I love Kim Kierkegaardashian. Yeah. yeah. No, I would just, that is. So, Jay, it would just be nihilist quotes from... A philosopher named Kierkegaard uh, mashed up with Kim Kardashian tweets. So it would end up saying like insane shit like life is nothing but agony and a good pair of shoes. Shit, yeah. like, that would have been a good one, but it's shit like that. Um, yeah, and I want to do the I, same like... thing, but uh, with Chris Chan and Kim Kardashian. Which would Kim be Kim shocking. Let me see. Uh, it should be the first one. My favorite Kim Kardashian tweet. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, here it is. Each individual fights for himself, with himself, within himself, in order to free himself before God. I'm going to be so sore tomorrow. Um, <laughs> just all posts like that. It's incredible. Uh, more, more J-Lore. The only reason that I have a Twitter account is because I made it at the height of the Kim Kardashian game, and all I did was just tweet things. <laughs> so like, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll find them. When you I first followed the Doug Zone on Twitter. Oh, my just, talkies interactions, yeah, my I, annual talkies tweets. That was, yeah, that was like all it was. I just started like retweeting talkies and just posting like shout out to talkies. And I, I messaged Jillian. I was like, Jillian, who is this person? <laughs> I, she said that you guys only needed <laughs> one followers to beat bad boy crime. And I was like, I'm a follower. I can do that. I have a Twitter. Thank you so much for your uh, part in the war. Thank you so much. Jay's very supportive. Um, no, Jay's. Yeah. I do want to bring up something that I found out this week, Matt. Oh, that um, about Jay. So Jay, growing up, we were talking about uh, you on t- or Izzy sends you TikToks, right? Yeah, and then like, well, like I mentioned at the top of this episode, I I've been getting very into DID TikTok. Yeah. Uh, so basically what happens is I never like any videos. So I just drink my algorithm straight from the hose and just get evil, <laughs> chilling portraits of humanity. 
but yes, I am familiar well, with have the, you, the have you seen the the sound, the wackest bonkest sound? <laughs> when a person is doing this with their hands and they go, Oh, yeah. naughty wackest bonkest that they went, I don't <laughs> like that trend and I said, Why don't you like that trend? And she goes, Well, when you're actually puppeteering, you're supposed to move your thumb on the on the vowels, not the top of your hand on the consonants. And I went, why do you know this much about puppeteering? And you said to me, the, the next words that come out of your mouth was, oh, well, I was a religious, competitive child puppeteer. <laughs> For like two years, this wasn't a one-off thing. I did this continuously. It was one of my passion projects. Jay, you're my hero. <laughs> I was also, while doing this, acting in our Christmas play. I, I was one that. of the main characters in our Christmas play, stressing and about my puppeteering routine oh, that that's I had to do. so cool. Jay, there was she also this- did tell me I would. I came out of a store and I was holding three things, and I was like, "Wow, I wish I could juggle." And Jay said, "Well, I know how to juggle, which is <laughs> fair, like weird, but okay." I was like, "Why do you know how to juggle?" And she was like, "Growing up, I thought it would be a useful skill." Jay, that's which what? That's possibly the only <laughs> justification for learning to juggle that isn't valid. Like, even if you said, like, <laughs> I thought that it would be a cool party trick. It's more about, like, yeah, it's a, a cool party trick skill. now. Um, she thought, got into her head, somebody would be like, juggle for me, bitch. So and I would like to... did it, but I actually juggle, though. Like... <laughs> um, so just to, just to wrap things up, I would just like to say, so the Chris Chan saga appears to be winding down. Um, you know, in the first episode of The Sopranos, where Tony Soprano talks about how he like feels like he didn't get in on the ground floor and the yes. best is over. Jay does not know this reference. I'm going to I tell know. you now. Tony Soprano, New Jersey mobster who feeds the ducks by the pool. That is a genuine genu- genu- TikTok sound. I love it. Tony Soprano, Rigby mashup. I send the you wouldn't gob a ghoul to everyone I meet. That You wouldn't, you wouldn't gob a ghoul. Weird <laughs> side commentary edition of the Wackus Bonkus content. Uh, my sister texted me the other day. She sent me this link to this generic TikTok. My sister has a child, so you can just imagine what her TikTok feed looks like. Um, I don't have a child, and I have gray hair that I did on purpose. So that's how we di- that's how we differ as people. She There's texts several me ways you'll differ as people. <laughs> uh, that's that's These the only things that. <laughs> uh, my sister is also. Mm, how do I mean? There's really no way that she's mean. she's not a nice person. I love her. Very I woke much. up and she was just on my couch. And I was so confused. And then she was drinking from my coffee mug and then drank <laughs> half a Sunny D and put the cap on it and put it back with the rest of the full stuff. Hmm. <laughs> it was incredible. Interesting. <laughs> the power that woman had. She sent me a TikTok and it, was, it wasn't even funny. I'm not going to lie. It was not <laughs> even that funny. She was like, this is why I love TikTok. And then it was immediately followed with, guess, she's like, haha. And then another separate message. I love the wackest bonkest videos. <laughs> 
The first thing I did was open it and laugh, react to it, and screenshot it and send it to Jillian with (laughs) the text. This is the most autistic thing my sister's ever said to me. I think I said, no, it's not. I'm pretty sure you did. Because that sounds like something I'd say is just being like, there's no way. Uh, So just to bring in the Christian thing, um... Like I said, I think, you know, I feel the modern day Christorians, the people who are trying to join now, they're sort of the Tony Soprano. Like, mm. the empire has fallen, the golden age is over, and the RICO laws have been enacted, which is to say, just like the mob, all the major, major players are in prison or, or dead right now. Um, which means the one. The, the one, one is in prison. Yeah. <laughs> there is uh, one major player, and he is in, or she is in prison. But last night, in a, in a fever dream, I, uh, by which I mean... At four in the morning, uh, after I had been, so I don't have any like solid sources of caffeine right now. So I just drank like four Cokes in a row in an attempt to like get some caffeine in my body. And it worked. I wrote just a little, a little, I don't know, elegy. I don't know how to describe this, but a way to take us out on this episode. I don't remember anything I wrote. I just remember writing it and saying to myself, I'm going to go into this blind tomorrow. Please, please. So I'll read this, and that'll be the end of our Chris Chan thing. Chris Chan's story is one distinctly of its time. Never before or since have we seen the internet turn its flaming eye on one person with such unified and continuous intensity, escalating beyond a mere lolcow, and instead becoming something more, a sacrificial lamb placed on an altar for not only her own sins, but ours as well. Christine's behavior has been shaped at every turn, not just by her own deeply troubled mind, but by thousands of other equally sick minds, going out of their way to actively worsen her life for their own entertainment. Were Christine to have made her first appearance on the internet now, she would merely have been a blip on the radar, one among hundreds of sincerely unwell people who upload disjointed and rambling videos to TikTok. Instead, a decade and a half of non-stop trolling and literal gang-stalking have produced a mind so damaged and fundamentally broken, and she is facing prison time and incest charges. The internet is not a good place. It's a malevolent entity, capable of focused destruction (laughs) (laughs) most of us will never even see a fraction of. A cosmically powerful being that finds new characters every day to burn to cinders with the strength of its gaze. What the fuck? This at four in the morning. Leave me alone. I'm not done. You wrote this? This whole thing. Oh my, oh my word. I'm almost done. I only have a few more sentences. Go ahead, go ahead. A girl on TikTok digs her heels in and refuses to acknowledge that her boyfriend was definitely cheating on her in that one video. A father on Twitter posts a thread about not feeding his daughter until she opens a can of beans. A deeply autistic young man uploads a video describing his search for a boyfriend-free girl. The only difference in these sagas is the lifespan of the story, the sheer size of the dogpile. In recording this episode, we have added three more bodies to the crushing weight of content piled upon Christine's head. So long as she waits... So long as she lives, she'll be a shattered figure, a broken shadow of the internet's worst impulses, and a bottomless well for content. Moloch's jaws keep ever wider, and we have shoveled more flesh within. Anyway, next week we'll be back to making fun of Doug Walker. I love that. The wheel has Jesus sorted Chris Christ. in a very particular direction. Oh yeah, let me tell you. I hate the direction the wheel has sorted Chris. If you told Um, 12-year-old me I'd believe in a wheel sorting me, I would slap you. Yeah, me too. I've gotten Jay in on the wheel. Shockingly, yeah, active Mormon Matt was uh, much less of a fatalist than wheel arc Matt is. But let me tell you, 
You um, go on your Joker arc and then you go on your wheel arc. Yeah. And that's the real Jillian arc. Jillian has told me I'm on my bimbo arc. <laughs> yes, I have, because you are. You either go bimbofication or Jokerfication. All right. Jay, I don't like the action movies. I don't like action movies. That's why I Jay, can't would you Joker. like anyone to find you online? Jay, please start a letterbox. We will <laughs> I want it so bad. I'll commit to it. Of just your movie. It can be just every movie we have to watch together. <laughs> I get $10 to see my review on The Godfather. I charge $10 <laughs> to see it because that's how much it costs to be for me to watch it. You're the first Awful. person to get canceled on Letterboxd and it's just because you keep posting about movies you haven't seen. Hey, to my no, credit, when I'm, when I'm judging animated movies, I do give them points <laughs> for their animation. My uh, my all-time favorite Letterboxd review is just the guy who gave uh, the modern remake of The Invisible Man a half star, and his entire review was, I could see the man. Uh, I think about that one. <laughs> oh, my. I liked the Invisible Man remake. Hot it's like the Red man. Bull lawsuit. What? The Red Bull lawsuit? Oh, where it doesn't give you wings? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, wait a minute. <laughs> no, 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 I... Don't worry, Jay. All right. So I will try and convince Jay to make a letterbox. Jay, do you want any of my hooligans following you on anything or no? No, it's fine. I can remain an enigma. <laughs> All right. I'll occasionally get Jay to... to occasional to J-Lore. I, I uh, will drop occasional J-Lore. I, I thought about planting the seed of doubt that I was in the Discord this whole time. Yeah, that was one of Jay's concepts, was to have, like, this cat-and-mouse game where I give her intimate details of the Discord that implies she's been there the whole time. Oh, that would be... That's a pretty good bit. <laughs> and so it's like playing Among Us where our Discord all turns on each other to figure out which one is Jay. Who and is Jay? Neither of them are me, and it's just no so bad. No one's heard. So, listeners, uh, spooky season has ended, despite the horrors we just told you about. Um, but you know what hasn't ended? The Skeleton Army. Uh, and That's you can join the Skeleton Army uh, by joining the Discord or following our Twitter, at DougZoneCast. You can follow the Instagram, which is just Jillian's doing. I cannot stress this enough. If I you have see... not posted on it in a minute. I probably will tonight, because I'm... <laughs> oh, I'll probably post a bad... Chris Chan meme. I, ha- I have one in mind. If you, Yeah, so if you see a good post on there, or you see a bad post on there, just know, it wasn't me. Uh, on the Twitter, eh, there's a little more of a chance it'll be me. Um, it's, it's, it's impossible to tell what we've been told. Yeah, you can, so yeah, join the Discord. Uh, both of our social media platforms are at DougZoneCast. Uh, when you get into the Doug Zone, uh, ping me in the Marxist Theory Zone and ask me my thoughts about how Chris Chan relates to MK Ultra. And I will be happy to tell you about it. And she will mail it to you. I will mail it to you. I feel like based on this episode alone, there could be a mountain of episodes of you people educating me on things. I've got no idea. Like like mine and Jillian's 20-minute session in the IHOP about what camp meant. (laughs) (laughs) Jay is so online, but so online in such niche places that she's just online in, like, the crochet community. Which, and the Squishmallow community. That's the way to do the internet. Jay, you've one, figured it out. Jay has figured out. She once told me in-depth lore about how the Squishmallow community on Instagram wasn't um, respecting pronouns right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah. That, that means... was incredible, Jay. 
So that's most oh, of our Oh, it was clothes. so bad. And then we had the then we had the crazy cop girl. You remember her? I conned her. Wait, the what? Oh yeah, yeah. She her dad was a cop and she was being Uh-oh. racist. And when someone was like, You're racist because we were talking about cops and she's she was defending them and someone was like, You're racist. She goes, I'm not racist, my dad's a cop and they're like, Oh, you're a cop kid, that explains it and then she went off on this tangent. <laughs> That's so funny. So bad. She was like, My dad would never shoot anyone. I and do then this girl responded like, What less. if you did? <laughs> I do wanna this was all the Squish World community be wild. And, oh I my gosh, they all fight. It's so bad. J-Lor, where when we left a class, a girl looked at her and went, thank you for knowing about black people. I feel like we should give some context. No, it's way no. funnier without context. <laughs> I want context. I just need that to be a sentence that exists. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. One final thing. So yeah, that was that was all the plugs. We've covered our various plugs. Um, but please, I genuinely want to know what you guys thought of this episode. Uh, like yeah, we, it's a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit different. We like actually wrote out Search notes. Based. We didn't stick to them very well, but we did no, write we out notes. Will. Yeah, we will never do that. But like, I, I'm just wondering what you guys think of our non-Doug episode. It's a little more focused at times, um, a little more research-based. Like I said, if we ever allegedly start a Patreon, which we will never do, I was thinking of maybe doing something like this. Um, yeah. So I just want to hear, what do people think? Uh, join the Discord. Tell me nice things about it. If you say mean things, I'll ban you. I'll cry. <laughs> I will cry. I'll tell posts I'll to tell ruin your Jay. life. You guys can't bully Ian. That's illegal. <laughs> I'm very glad that Ian as a nickname has caught on for you. Isn't it good? Well, I I started calling her Ian when we first moved into our apartment after our, yeah, our original apartment flooded. So it was apartment <laughs> part two, electric boogaloo. And I was like, I'm just going to start calling you Ian. And she was like, not Jill. And I was like, well, no, that's gross. <laughs> and I was like, agreed. So oh, it's Ian. Fuck, we didn't even talk about the fact that Chris Chan's house burned down. Um, oh, Christian's house did burn down, yeah, which is incredible. In 2014, Not incredible, down. Like, incredible. Uh, he and his mother, for a brief time, shared a bed and cuddled every night, uh, which, you know. Another um, foreshadow. Kill the siren effect. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> would be like BFFs. <laughs> I'm a psychology major, and I do make A's in my classes, I promise. That did have some claim behind it. <laughs> Jay's like, I'm not stupid. I don't want you guys to think I'm stupid. Jay, you shouldn't care about what the fans of the Doug Zone think. No, yeah, I'm incredibly stupid. I'm just book smart. Yeah, I don't care I what that. the fans of the Doug Zone think. If you're listening to this podcast, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> I hate you. I want you to die. <laughs> listen to this podcast. Uh, listen to this podcast in your garage. Uh, close the garage. Leave your car running and roll down your windows and listen to this podcast. Let us <laughs> sing you softly to sleep. Embrace that good night. Uh, hail Doug. Bazinga. I clean to the dug zone. <laughs>